something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, at the end of last week, as we were headed into the weekend, a disturbing report came out. And it was that Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, received a threatening letter with white powder. This is according to NBC News. The substance which investigators later determined was non-hazardous was found in a letter addressed to DA Alvin Bragg, and this is what it said. Alvin, I am going to kill you, in all caps, followed by a bunch of exclamation points. Um, the markings on the envelope indicate that it was mailed from Orlando, Florida, and um, they're following up the FBI and other law enforcement are following up on this case. This should not be normal. And what I'm finding is that each new act of political violence is normalizing our reaction to what should not be considered normal in a functioning fucking democracy. It's similarly that we have all become numb to mass shootings that, you know, don't kill at least 10 to 20 people at a time. We're just like, oh, just another day in America. This is how fascism and authoritarianism happens. What was that quote from the late Madeleine Albright, which was, if you pluck a chicken one feather at a time, nobody notices. But if you pluck a whole chicken at once, of course people notice. Fascism is like plucking a chicken one feather at a time. You take away one norm, 
right? Which is our integrity and belief in our institutions. One feather, right? The former Trump administration, the entirety of the Republican party has turned our political norms and the integrity that we had in our electoral politics on its head. For three years now, Donald Trump has been talking about it prior, right, to the actual election of 2020, about how the election was going to be fraudulent. If he didn't win, it was going to be stolen, all of these things. He had planted that seed before anyone had actually cast a ballot. For three years, it has been the reigning commentary um, from Donald Trump, his supporters, and on Fox News. So much so, right, that Fox News is facing a $1.6 billion lawsuit from Dominion, the uh, company that provided the voting machines that they said were somehow run through Venezuela or had bamboo in them or whatever bullshit that they just pulled out of thin air to make up and slander, right, this company. I think about, you know, uh, I think about Shea Moss. I think about her mother. I think about the ways that people are no longer going to want to be involved in elections as volunteers. Those people that you see when you go to vote that are sitting down at the tables, that are handing out your pen, that are telling you how to scan your document, they're volunteers. And other election officials are like low-paid, low-level county officials. No one is going to want to do this job. No one is going to want to volunteer. Why? Because we can't, we cannot promise that they will be safe. Does that sound like a democracy to you? Because it sure as hell doesn't to me. When I think about the fact that before this threatening letter was sent to Alvin Bragg, You had members of the Republican Party, sitting senators like Rand Paul, who said that Alvin Bragg should be arrested. You had Jim Jordan, like I told you last week, and others that wrote a letter saying that you need to come in to sit down with us to talk about your investigation. Why? Also that they can circle the wagons around a criminal. Republicans are the ones that are destroying our democracy. Republicans are the ones that are making it dangerous for us to exist inside of a democracy or just a safe environment to begin with. I mean, folks, think about these things for a minute. We can't get an assault rifles ban Because Republicans don't want that to happen, right? They're in the bag for the NRA. So kids are going to continue to get slaughtered. And maybe like Alabama, people will create some bullshit uh, safe room for children to go into rather than doing the actual safe thing, which would be to take assault rifles and weapons of mass destruction off the streets. Instead, we have a whole host of red state governors from Tennessee to Texas to everywhere that's saying, hey, you don't need any training. You don't need any background checks. You don't need to do anything. You don't even need to fucking read or write 
or have 2020 vision, frankly, in any of these fucking states. You can walk in and much in the way that you can go into any 7-Eleven and get a Slurpee, you can walk into any of these red states and walk out with an AR-15. A bunch of bullets, no questions asked. And that seems normal to them. That's your God-given right. No training, no direction, no background check, no nothing. Here's a weapon that can murder 20 people without you ever having to take your finger off the trigger. These very same states take away the autonomy of women and people with uteruses to be able to decide when, if, and how they want to have a child. So we allow people with no training, right, to pick up an assault rifle, but a woman in the same state can't pick up birth control, can't get an abortion, needs to undergo all of these loopholes and bullshit in order to have a say in her own life's path. But these people are able to pick up assault rifles and change the trajectory of whose ever life that they want to take away at that moment. So Republicans are making us unsafe. They're the ones that have been upholding, right? The big lie, making it unsafe for volunteers and workers. They're the ones that have been referring to their political opponents as their enemies, enemies of the state, enemies of the people, using dehumanizing language like Marjorie Taylor Greene has, animals, right? You have Donald Trump referring to Alvin Bragg, saying that he's working with anarchists and the devil. All of this is language to distance people from one another, to make you fear the other, again, making us less safe. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. 
that personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just, folks, you know, I know it is a Monday, and I'm not trying to start off the week on a down note, but I got to tell you that where we are right now is fucking wild. It really is. And, you know, you think about, and I know from the from the comfort of my home, I talk about the ways in which there's so much, so much fucking information on Donald Trump's criminality. And if people had had the fucking integrity and the, I don't know, due diligence to go after Donald Trump in a real way say 10, 20 years ago, we wouldn't be here. But like the code with white, powerful, cis, rich men, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. You continue to defraud the people and the public and your businesses and your universities, ah, we'll just look the other way. Because you provide a certain type of access. You provide a certain type of glitz and glam, right? And you're a big time celebrity and you're, armed with however many countless lawyers. And so they let it slide. And here we are with a backsliding democracy because of it. Every day, I worry about where we're going. And, you know, I got to tell you that I want to believe that there are more good people than there are bad. I want to believe that we will always end up on the side of the good, of the just. But this isn't a comic book. It's not a Disney movie, right? This is real fucking life. Real people are losing their lives. Real people are having their lives threatened, right? So we can't pretend that we're just all sitting back and like watching a movie that we can't control. And I'm just wondering, you know, as you're seeing, as, as the Department of Justice is watching what's happening to Alvin Bragg and as Fonnie Willis in, in Georgia is watching what's happening to Alvin Bragg, are they going to bring their cases? Alvin Bragg hasn't even indicted yet. He's still doing fucking interviews, right? So, you know, the latest, again, that happened at the end of last week was that um, Evan Corcoran, 
uh, one of Trump's attorneys testified for three plus hours in front of the grand jury uh, after crime fraud ruling in the classified documents. So let me tell you what is said according to NBC News. Evan Corcoran testified Friday under court order and the crime fraud exception before the gra- a federal grand jury investigating former Donald Trump's handling of sensitive government documents. Corcoran had been ordered to appear and answer questions about his interactions with the former president under the crime fraud exception, meaning he could not assert attorney-client privilege to avoid testifying about their discussions. Now, folks, this is a big deal because if you know, if you've been following these pieces of drama that just engulf Donald Trump and anyone that he is around. I mean, when he said, I'm only surrounded by the best people, I only surround myself by the best people. I'm like, that is sure projection as fuck. Cause you know, you don't, if they touching you, you know, they fucking dirty, right? Like birds of a fucking feather. So why this is a big deal is because this is how Donald Trump has been able to skate the law in so many ways. He claims attorney client privilege when he was president. And ever since he's claimed executive privilege, you know, Donald Trump has just walked through his life as what a white cis hetero privileged man, right? The rules don't fucking apply and society has followed suit up until now. So this is where we are with Corcoran. U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell had signed off on the request by Special Counsel Jack Smith to force Corcoran to testify after finding he'd presented sufficient evidence to establish that Trump committed a crime through his attorneys. So here's the thing, again, these decisions aren't just being made willy-nilly. In order to get, to compel Corcoran to testify, to get a judge to compel him to testify, Jack Smith had to prove that Donald Trump used Evan Corcoran, his attorney, to commit a crime. So he has, again, evidence, receipts that say, hey, judge, this is why we need to be exempt from Evan Corcoran being able to use attorney-client privilege as an excuse to not tell the truth because here's evidence that Donald Trump committed a fucking crime. So again, Trump's legal team, according to NBC News, appealed the ruling, but it was denied, uh, leading to his appearance before the panel in a sealed proceeding on Friday. All filings in this case are sealed. So again, this is not the Manhattan case. This is the federal case. And this is particularly the federal case that is investigating the January 6th documents that Donald Trump stole. Now, why is this different from the documents that were found in Biden's home and the documents that were also found with Mike Pence? Because neither one of those people hid them lied about them, right? They welcomed with open arms folks to come in and say, hey, I don't know what I got, but please take it all. Donald Trump, on the other hand, 
had his attorneys lie on his behalf and say that all the documents had been gathered up and delivered back to the government. And lo and behold, we all know that that was false. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's so fucking frustrating because you know that if it were you, if it were me, if if it was anybody, any normal human being, any normal American... You would have been in jail. They throw people in jail for less. So why does the bar have to be so fucking high? You can't at one hand tell people that no one is above the law and then not apply the law equally across the board. But that's what we do in America. You got one law for crack, got one law for powder cocaine. The law for powder cocaine, right? Caught with that. 
Sentencing is lesser. Why? Because those that were always caught with powder cocaine were the white, wealthy business people, right? Crack cocaine dropped off in the hoods, right? And in the ghettos where black and brown people lived. Our justice, our justice system has never been equal. And it just drives me fucking crazy when you have that sloth of a man, Merrick Garland, come out with his pressers that say, and no one is above the law. Lies. Donald Trump has been skating above the law for 70 some odd years. That's why he rolls the way he does and acts the way he does. Because any time that his fingers have been caught in the cookie jar, somehow he skates away clean as a whistle. So, you know, what we know, right, just with these recent indications and all of his, you know, broke-ass Twitter sharing on his stupid site, Truth Social, is that he is doing his damnedest to rile up his supporters, not only to continue with his grift and stealing their money and, and claiming, claiming, you know, grievance and grief, but he's riling them up to go after his enemies. And that's what they're doing. They're fucking responding. And so instead of the media doing what the media continues to do, which is not connect the dots, right? Donald Trump says on Tuesday, I'm going to jail. He raises close to $2 million, if not more at this point. He says that Alvin Bragg is working with the devil and then Alvin Bragg gets a death threat. This is a fucking pattern of behavior. So let's stop pretending that we don't know if that person was charged up by Donald Trump. Like, stop. You sound fucking stupid. It's true. I mean, it's truly outrageous. And, you know, while again, the media continues to paint Ron DeSantis as if this man is going to somehow be a better version than Donald Trump. And I'm like, I saw somebody say the other day on MSNBC Ron DeSantis is actually a lot more cruel, believe it or not, right? Because he has delivered in his cruelty. He has delivered in his racism. He has delivered in his transphobia and homophobia. He has delivered in his misogyny by turning Florida into a Christo fascist state. And again, I ask, where are the fucking investigations into Ron DeSantis? Where are the lawsuits from the Department of Justice's Civil Rights Division? Governors should just not be able to do whatever the fuck that they want when it is denying people equity, access, and their ability to pursue happiness, right? So this whole idea that Ron DeSantis is somehow the better Trump, no, he's just the more articulate policy savvy Donald Trump with crueler policies that he wants to nationalize. And you have folks right now that were working for Donald Trump that are now making their money moves 
to go to Ron DeSantis's pack, right? And why are they doing that? The man hasn't announced yet, but they sure as hell are getting themselves ready. Aaron Perrine, who was Trump's 2020 spokesperson, has now joined Ron DeSantis's 2024 super PAC as a communications director. And this comes just days after GOP operative Jeff Rowe joined the same pack as an advisor. This is what CBS News has been reporting. These people are gearing up and they work for Trump and they're going to work for DeSantis. Why? Because they're all share the same values to make America a miserable spinhole of a place where progress and hope and dreams go to die, but where white supremacy reigns supreme. None of this can stand. We cannot allow it. We cannot allow ourselves to become complacent. We cannot allow ourselves to get to a place where this is all normal. Political violence is not the norm in America. There have been blips, absolutely. But what is happening in the age of Trumpism is becoming a monthly occurrence that will start to become weekly, that'll start to become daily. It is not okay. And it should never feel like the new normal. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.